Hello, and welcome to the PR Hacker Podcast with me, Heather Saffer. For more information and to download the free step-by-step video tutorial on how to find the contact email address of any person on the internet, that's any store buyer, magazine editor, TV producer, influencer, absolutely anyone, you can visit freeprhacker.com. That's freeprhacker.com. And to download the ebook with amazing bonus materials on how to score free publicity without hiring an expensive publicist, you can visit freeprhacker.com backslash e-book. That's freeprhacker.com backslash e-book. Now, let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, it's me, Heather. Welcome to my life. It's Monday, happy Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, How was your weekend? Great, good to hear, good to hear. I'm glad it was fantastic, glad you had a good time. I had a nice time as well. Um, But that's not what I'm talking about today. Today, I'm gonna talk about and tell you part three of the saga. The saga of how I was conned by a con artist and lost everything I had. Yes, that's right. So I told you initially the beginning of the story of how this guy, I almost just said his name again. It's just so natural for me to call him out and I'm trying not to call him out. So this guy who conned me, he was a full-fledged con artist. He uh, had me convinced and other people convinced that he was an investor when in reality uh, he had no money and he was a complete con artist and I brought him on for my business, my first business called the Cupcake Dreamery. I brought him on as my manager and um, yeah, people suck. People really suck. Animals don't though. That's why I like animals better than people. But people really suck. And this guy seriously was a complete, um, he was a pathological liar, a sociopath, a con artist, and uh, he had me fooled, he had other people in um, my city fooled, uh, he, he was good, he's just, everything that came out of his mouth was a lie, but it was so convincing, and he was so quick to, uh, just explain and rationalize anything, any lie he was, he was, and if you would try to like question him about something, he was just so quick to rationalize what he was saying and it made sense. The things he said just kind of made sense and he had an answer for everything and he, um, I'll never forget his, his face and the way that he, he would look that now I, I see as his expression he would make when he was lying, but back then I just thought that was his expression, but now I see it as the expression he would make when he was lying. Um, and so when I finally found out uh, 10 months into him working with me, it was, it was too late. I found out, I, I mentioned this in the last video, I found out when um, this woman called up and said that that my company had charged a 
very expensive event on her credit card and she was previously a customer of ours and um, she was flipping out and and that's how I that's how I found out that this happened I go into more detail in the last video but I said that I would share what happened after um, after I found out after he got caught uh, which he got caught when he was at the bank trying to cash a check that he forged my signature on and the bank caught him and um, he got arrested and I had to go down to the police station and testify and I became real friendly with the cop because we spent a lot of time together as I'm testifying against this guy and at the same time I was trying so hard not to lose everything I had built. This was my first business. Um, I put all my savings into it. I had my whole life wrapped up in it. Um, and I, and I, this was like the only thing that I had. And when I found out that he had been stealing from me and my bank account was nearly empty, um, the one thing that I was trying to hold on to was my my customers and my um, my reputation and and what I had learned to build um, doing this cupcake business. So I, while going through all this, while trying to figure out how I was gonna go on, uh, something just over overtook me, and I just powered through i went i kept having to testify against him i had no money and i didn't want everyone to know so i didn't let on i kept going to the um my location and selling cupcakes and baking cupcakes and i was just trying to figure out how to get by and i finally realized that i was gonna have to dissolve that business and start over from scratch with a new name a, a new logo new branding new identity um, and try to just recoup as much um, equity in my business as I could. And so I, I, I remember I was at the location that I had and I was with my boyfriend at the time and while we were selling cupcakes and I'm trying to like maintain what's going on and figure out how I'm gonna continue on, him and I are trying to come up with a new name and a new logo. Um, without letting anyone know, without letting anyone know. So I was trying to do this all kind of under the radar so that no one knew. And by some miracle, I was able to come up with a new name, a new logo, and um, at the same time, the location I was at, the landlord, uh, when he found out what was happening, at first he was going to, he said he was gonna work with me, and then he started threatening me he said that we owed him money and he screamed at me. I remember I was at his, his garage and he just started screaming at me. And this guy was really well known in the, in the area. He had a lot of business and um, actually an article came out about a year and a half ago about how he's a really shitty, shady character and and he's a horrible, horrible person, which he is, but no one knew that back then. And I learned that he was a horrible person and he threatened me and said that he was going to change the locks if I didn't get everything out immediately, um, which was accurate. So I ran down to the location um, and uh, I was sharing the kitchen with another woman and she started screaming at me and said that 
Um, some of the equipment was hers, but it wasn't. And it just turned into a whole mess. And I'm trying to get everything out. I'm trying to get a truck there to get everything out by myself while this woman's arguing with me and trying to keep everything there. And the landlord sent people down to change the locks. It was a, it was a mess, it was a disaster. Um, I got out what I could and then uh, after that I started looking for a location and I just searched around for a new location and um, it's I mean the story goes the story goes on and on as to how I found a new location and how I kind of recovered and started a new business and didn't let anyone know and I didn't want anyone to know at the time I, that's the only thing that I that I knew, and I don't even know why I didn't want ever, anyone to know. I just felt like I was terrified of people finding out all of this, all of this that happened. So I kept it to myself and people really, really close to me and didn't let anyone know. Um, and I was trying to not let any orders fall through the cracks and I was still trying to keep up. And I know that we had a, um, we had a, a charity event that was coming up that I had already promised to donate um, hundreds of cupcakes too and in the midst of this I found some way it's another story of, of how to get the cupcakes done because I didn't want to cancel anything I was still building my business and growing and I didn't want to let anyone down I didn't want to I didn't want to cancel anything um, yeah it was embarrassing that's what it, it was embarrassing that I trusted this guy enough that he was I wasn't checking in on my bank account, I wasn't managing the finances, and he was able to write all these checks from my account um, with my signature for his daughter's daycare and his car repair and his, like he was living off of me and he was delivering orders and pocketing the cash. And, and it's embarrassing that I was embarrassed that I didn't, I, I didn't know that this was going on for 10 months. Um, and that it got to such the horrible point that it got to. Um, so, and then at that point, um, after all that happened, he, I, I learned that he wasn't actually paying the bills. He wasn't paying the vendors like he said he was. He was pocketing the money instead and taking it for himself. So now at this point, I, um, the business had owed all these people money. And so then they started suing me. And so I had to go to court and um, defend myself. And I wound up winning every, every court case because the judge sided with me that I had no idea any of this was going on. Um, but after being sued a couple times and losing everything, I, I knew that I had to start over with a new brand. I couldn't, I couldn't continue on with that name. It was too tarnished. Um, and so I, I powered through and foraged on and I look back on it and I think, how the hell did I do that? I have no idea. It was such a horrible hard time. It was a horrible hard time and I was trying to keep it secretive. So it was just, it was a lot. It was a really, really terrible time and the, 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 um, I'm amazed at myself that I was able to continue on and power through and actually start over from scratch, build it again from the ground up and I didn't give up because if at any time anyone is going to give up on something, that would be the time. Like that is the time to give up. Like 
you just got screwed, you got conned, you lost everything, your reputation is tarnished, and this is the time to give up. Like that was a good time to give up and um, I didn't give up. And so anytime like I'm having our time, I guess sometimes I look back on that, I'm like, I didn't give up then, that was the time that I should have given up. And so anything else is like easy compared to that, right? I've been through a lot of other hard times that weren't easy at, at the time, but when I look back, I don't know. I'm just rambling now. So that is, um, those are the basics of the story. Of course, there's all kinds of details and my memory is hazy, but if I wrote it all down, there's lots of juicy stuff in there that someone could easily take into, make into a movie or a book or something, maybe. Um, but it's, yeah, I'm just going to ramble now. That's it. That's the story of how I got conned by a con artist. And so when I look at these con artists like Elizabeth Holmes and, and uh, Billy, what's McFarlane, I can see it that they are con artists. Like until you've been conned and you have, you know, worked so closely with a con artist, you might be, um, susceptible to believing them but once you've been conned like you can see it you just have this sixth sense about it did he go to jail yeah he went to state prison um and i don't know when he got out i know that he got out i don't know when he got out and i've been afraid to google him i don't really want to know i was um in a coffee shop in town once and i swear i thought i saw him and I just started having this horrible anxiety attack and I just ran, I ran out of the shop. Like I just, I, 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 it might not have even been him, but it looked like him. I thought it was him and I just ran out. I just, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. I'm traumatized. So, um, that's the story. If you're just tuning in now, watch it from the beginning and you'll hear all of the rest of it. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys next time.